Welcome to Consciousness Unfiltered. Get ready for a very different, vulnerable, and uncensored conversation with Dr. Anthony Mattis and his amazing guests. They'll be sharing the powerful tools of access consciousness that have helped thousands of people all over the world to create change in every area of their lives. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Consciousness Unfiltered. I am Dr. Anthony Mattis, and I am joined by my very good friend, Emily Russell, Access Consciousness Certified Facilitator, biology high school teacher. She's got a (laughs) master's degree in teaching and an amazing mother of two beautiful little girls, uh, Sevi and Nelly. Twisted X-Men brain. So, yeah. So here, you know, Emily, thank you so much for being on this, on this podcast. And, um, you know, can you talk a little bit about what life, what was your life like before you even heard of access? Like, where were you in your life? What, what was it that you were sort of looking for that might've been different than what was actually showing up and what attracted you to access from the very start? That's a great question. Um, so I was, like you said, I used to be a high school teacher. Yeah. And uh, before that, I was kind of a, I would travel around and I was a, <laughs> a waitress, like I'd like save some money and then I'd travel. And I was kind of in, you know, through my early 20s, like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. What am I here for? I know I should have a purpose. Some of my friends knew exactly what they wanted to do mm-hmm. from the time they were in college. And I didn't have that. I was interested in so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of it was like meeting new people and seeing new countries and that mm-hmm. So I, so I did that for a while. And then when I uh, thought I should settle down and get a real job, <laughs> yeah. uh, I taught in Japan for a year. And so oh. that, that inspired me to know, oh, I actually really love working with people and teaching. So mm-hmm. then I um, got my master's in teaching and taught biology for a while. Really reward. I mean, that job is, it's a really rewarding job. You're working, mm-hmm. every day is different. Mm-hmm. Kids I got to work with were these phenomenal, um, I mean, just incredibles in Chicago. Uh, mm-hmm just wonderful. And I still, even with that level of gratification, there Mm -hmm. was something where I was like, I like this. And what else is there? I don't, there's, I want to be making some other impacts, but I didn't know how I did that. Yeah. Yeah. You sort of like perceived like this, this possibility, but you didn't like whatever that was, there wasn't anything concrete about it because there was nothing in like the everyday life stuff that sort of matched what you knew was possible is that kind of you're like something else i just don't really know what or or where yeah like you know those people you admire they're like wow look what they're creating in the world and so as a biology teacher you know jane goodall yeah famous like primate researcher and yeah yeah uh there was a book and i think who wrote it he's the guy from the kerpalo institute maybe stephen cope and it's called like your life's purpose or your life's work or something And um, this is when I would read all these books and make myself very wrong for not knowing my life's purpose. (laughs) So I remember there's a story in there about Jane Goodall being like four years old. If you've ever been around a four-year-old, this makes this even more amazing. She snuck off because she was so curious of how a chicken actually laid an egg that she sat quietly in a chicken coop for like nine hours waiting for a chicken to lay its egg. And her parents were like, thought she had like been kidnapped, right? Because what? She was just quietly like waiting and I was, and anyway, there's so many examples of people. And I was like, wow, why didn't I know what I want to do? And what is that? Mm. And there's something. And so I just was in that state of knowing 
I would like something different, but didn't know what it was. And that was, yeah. I was reading that about the time when I, um, I'd had my first daughter and I'm sorry if my, is that my computer making noise? I'm trying to shut everything. No worries. <laughs> um, and I had my first daughter and I, wasn't working then. Like I chose to stop teaching for a while and be a stay-at-home mom and loved that. And then also was like, ooh, now I, like, I have so much creative energy. What else could I be creating? So I was reading yeah. all these books. And, and then I had my second daughter and had a quite a dramatic birth with her. Like it was supposed to be a home birth. And mm -hmm. uh, so I had a post-traumatic, well, postpartum depression basically after uh -huh. that. Mm -hmm. um, and so from that space, I was, you know, doing, I became a yoga teacher, but right before I um, had her, I was in the training to become a yeah. yoga teacher right after she was born, actually. Um, and I was in the training. I'd done that. I was had a daily meditation practice. Mm -hmm. um, and none of those were taking away that like angsty, everything seemed wrong. I felt like I had kind of ruined my child from her birth. That wasn't perfect. Mm -hmm. um, and so I was like, wow, this isn't working. And I came across um, Access Bars, which is like, mm -hmm. you know, intro class of Access Conscious. I have yeah. no idea what it is. Like, no clue. Intro, but not intro, but not intro. It's just the first place you start, but it's really not. It's like that the bar is still a lifesaver. You're right. Even as far as we've we've gone with all the advanced classes, it's like it's where you start, but it's not where you end. I mean, the bars goes on forever. So what a gift that is. Yeah. And yeah. it was, you know, and I had gone into, I stumbled across it, like the, yeah. how the universe works, okay. um, going to her for something else for my daughter, like, because she had rashes everywhere. And I thought, oh, and then she had this little picture of a, a head chart with all the bars points. Oh, cool. like, wow. What is that? And you, this is where like, you talk a lot about knowing, like trusting your body and how your body communicates with you. And it's like my body wanted to jump <laughs> towards that little sign. It was like, what is that? So um, rather than getting a session from her, she said, well, I have a class so you could come and learn how to do it. And then we trade every week. And that was the beginning of something that I had no idea at the time, but I was just looking to get out of the pain of kind of the depression and the sadness from the birth. Yeah. But it started to open up everything that I was looking for, like this bigger, like what else is possible in the world? And it got me out of the wrongness of not knowing what I quote wanted to do, the wrongness of thinking I was a horrible mom, the right. bar starts to take away that that <laughs> that sense of stress and everything is wrong and judgment. Right. So yeah. how long was that after after you had the baby to when you actually took your, the, your first bars class? Like how long had you been struggling with the uh, uh, postpartum depression and stuff? Six months. Six months. OK. Yeah. yeah. Wow. OK. So that's a long time to sit with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like just being depressed for one day feels like a hundred years. Especially for me, I'm not a like. I mean, I have, we all have good days and bad days, but yeah. I'm not normally, a, and to feel like I was, I was doing, I was meditating every day and like using the tools I had and doing yeah. everything, this isn't working. Yeah. You know? Well, one thing I know about you is like, you love creating, you don't ever really stop. So was that something like when you were struggling with that, did you find yourself not creating as much as you would have liked at the time or like the way you normally do? Cause you're always going, like, I know you as someone who's always moving no matter what. With, like what, what did that actually create in your universe besides judging yourself as a bad parent, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, didn't, I mean, it's interesting to look back to then. Cause I, 
I definitely didn't have much energy at all. Mm. I was still me and kind of bubbly, but I felt tired all the time. And right. I think it's because I didn't have a way to, I mean, for the first couple of weeks, I couldn't even name, I didn't, couldn't come up with it. We did name my daughter, but I also wasn't connect. I just couldn't connect with her. I did. It felt very disconnected from people and things. And that way I normally just be kind of in the world right. and those tools weren't changing it. So then when mm -hmm. I went to the bars class, and again, I was someone that never thought um, putting my hands on someone would change anything. I mm -hmm. went to other people to do that. Like I, I really loved great massage therapists or energy workers I had gone to, but mm -hmm. I never conceived that that was something everybody um, could do with just their hands. Right, right. <laughs> um, and I was at a place where, and I think that my facilitator in that class said, you know, anything here today, just look at it as like another tool to add to your toolbox. and. Some things might work for you, some might not, but they're just here for you to check out and play with. And for me, having a science background, I was like, I will try anything. Mm. I will and see if it, and practically if this works to change stuff. And so that class, just getting it being in class and getting my bars run for the first time, I got off the table and I was like, what? this was like, I just meditated for 24 hours. I've never done that. <laughs> But that space and so I was so curious and there was oh. a wonderful older woman in my class and who lived maybe a half hour away and I was like do you want to get together once a week and just trade this you know kind of learn how to do it um with each other for once a week and that was my yeah. first time I was two little kids I also gave myself like two hours a week of like this is something that I don't know what it's actually creating but it was yeah. looking back I was like oh I was following the energy of something that like, I was like, this is yeah. the direction of my future, you know? Interesting. So it wasn't even something that was cognitive. It was like this undercurrent of energy yeah. that was pulling you towards being more curious. Like what else, if I could feel like this after that one class, what else is possible? What else is available with whatever these tools are? So it, it, it um, I guess, um, motivates you to keep going and to explore even more with it. That's it. And I love that you put it's like an undercurrent because it yeah. wasn't, you know, I didn't, ex it was, oh my gosh, kind of things are showing up different. I always need to get like a front row parking spot or someone called me and was like, hey, can I take you to a concert with me? And I started to put together um, and I was just waking up happy to change diapers and hang out at home. Like I was going, and I was like, hmm, the yeah. only thing I change is I'm, so I just kept going, okay, like let's yeah. just, and I, and I was so grateful for the little things showing up. I wasn't, you know, and that then turned into like it, it, when you're grateful, those little things turn into so much more. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. So where were you living at the time? You were in Chicago or in no, now I, I chose interestingly to move back to Indiana where I'm from okay. to a very small town from Chicago, which was also quite yeah. a shock after being like, yeah, yeah. So that, I mean, that's, you know, so having this, this sort of point of view or this desire, it's a little bit different. That's not like something that's common, especially coming from a small town, right? Where like, you know, we, we're all brought up to be like, hey, you know, get married, um, be happy with your neighbors. You have two kids, two and a half kids, plus the dog. Like that's, you know, right? Hopefully you have good insurance, benefit, you know, good benefit. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, that's enough. What more can, you know, it's like, why should you ask for anything else? But like, can you talk a little bit about how, like, did, did it ever make you feel weird that maybe you you thought a little bit differently than your the traditional Midwestern family or anything like that, or, or yeah, like, what did that create for you, like? Well, I knew I, it was something. Yes, I felt like I shouldn't 
like exactly what you said, I should be happy with what I have. Mm. For most people, they're like, but everything looks good. Like, you know, you're yeah. so happily married. I'm like, mm, uh, okay, you have two kids. Like it's, and you know, everyone looks at you should be happy. And we're taught, especially, I mean, for men too, I'm not gonna say this is just for women, but like you should be happy with what you have and you feel guilty or selfish to ask for more. Mm-hmm. Um, if you, and it wasn't that I wasn't, well, I will say I wasn't fulfilled, but not from, I was grateful for everything I had. It wasn't like I felt horrible of the lack. It was just like, no, I know there's more to add. It's not yeah. about like, yeah. So it, and it, it surprised me when other people didn't have that. Yeah. <laughs> have that. Cause I kind of, doesn't everyone think this way? And then I have learned, yeah. no, some people really are just, and that's okay too. Yeah. Um, but you have to get yourself out of asking that's okay to want more. Right. Awesome. Awesome. So, so, okay. So here you are now, right? And so how, so from that time to like right now, how long has that been that time span? Eight, seven and a half years. Seven, seven and a half years. years. All right, cool. Can you, t- cause you oversee a lot of different things in access consciousness and you're such a huge instrumental part of a lot of the creations that go on and you even have your own creation and, and probably a lot that I don't even know of like uh, the neon sheep lounge that you do. It's a monthly call. And in a little bit, I would like you to talk more about that and all your creations, but can you talk about like the, what were your like go-to tools that you used that sort of started to really, obviously it was the bars, the bars really changed and you made a commitment to receiving and gifting the bars like on a weekly basis, which is huge. A lot of people don't do that. It surprises me how so many people, I'm like, when was the last time you had your bars ran? Or like three months ago. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I know. It's like defrags your brain, man. You gotta get your bars ran. So, but like, what were your sort of like the other tools that you used in addition to the bars that kind of got you from that time? to where you are today. Can you talk about that? Yeah, you're, these are great questions. Yeah. <laughs> I love your podcast. So that was really excited to be on here. Um, that is a really good point. So one, that commitment, especially if you are a mom, it is so hard to, to think you deserve like an hour. Mm. Who am I to take a couple hours a week to get lay down on a table and get my bars run? But I was like this, and I explained to my husband at the time, I was like, this is saving me. <laughs> I am a more patient mom. I love to play. I can just sit and play with them and not worry about like everything. It was such a contribution. And so that I made a commitment to do that. And then I used all of the, because I was not working and I, you know, had no money to spend, you know, a lot of people say access is so expensive. Well, the classes cost a certain amount and that create a lot in your, they're energetically like, if it's going to create this much change, it costs this. There is so much free stuff in access and the books. So I, I started with a lot of the books cause I love to read. Mm. Um, and so being you changing the world and the joy of business. So being you changing the world by Dr. Dane here and then joy of business by Simone Melissus. And then another one, I think maybe this was even, I don't know the order, these three. And then the one that is, um, it's what's the money one. It's not- <laughs> how to become money work work. Money's no, not the problem. You money's are not the problem. You yeah. Are. I love that one. Yeah. Well, that's a really short one. And I read it and it's, I, because I used to be a teacher, I was big on taking notes. So I literally typed out all of the, the, just the questions you could ask there and some of the exercises. And I, again, made a commitment to wake up like 20 minutes each day before my kids or sometimes when they napped, I think, cause they were still really little and taking naps. And I like sat on my yoga mat and I maybe did some stretches, but I looked through all those and I really asked the questions and that, because that's so much about money and creation and that 
I was using money and time, like most people yeah. do, to say, I don't, I can't create more in my life or I should be happier. Why would I ask for anything more? And somehow we think, well, if I had more time or more money, I could. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm going to change. Mm-hmm. I'm going to change those. So between reading that book and really using the tools, meaning looking at those questions to ask, changing my points of view around money, mm-hmm. starting to carry around like cash in my wallet that I thought a rich person would carry. So every time mm-hmm. I looked in it, I felt this sense of like, I have money. I started my 10% account. So I had no job. This means like you put aside 10% to honor you of everything that comes in. So if I would sell a stroller on eBay. Like <laughs> I would take 10% of that. And I just put it in a little envelope to start acknowledging money isn't always from a paycheck either. Right. So that, and then watching um, Dane's tour of consciousness videos, which are free on YouTube. Yeah. Going to the access website, just like really taking in everything I could yeah. and using it. Yeah. Um, Cause you, that's, that started um, that change with the bars. You right. Know? Right. And then, and then little by little, you started to see all these amazing things showing up in your life and you're like, Oh, you started connecting the dots of yeah. like, Oh my God. And things just started exponentializing for you. Yeah. The one thing that I've noticed is you've always been very, very inquisitive. You know, you like to ask questions that will create greater, not just for yourself, but you, 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 you have had like your questions have this sort of, um, this energy of curiosity that sort of it makes everything go like that, that, that actually contributes to everybody. And so it's, it's really cool. And, and it's been a huge contribution. You can see how it's actually affected your life and made your life and your children's life even greater. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many directions we can go, but um, I know you're super, super busy, but one, like the whole thing about like mothers, I know even with, with my late wife who passed away, it was like one thing that she struggled with was like sort of this pressure to always have to create outside of being a stay at home, like mom, like somehow like that wasn't enough. So it was always this guilt that she would, that she would carry. And so, and I don't know why I'm bringing that up, but you've mentioned that a couple of times that that was part of what you were going through and like, yeah, the class, the advanced classes costing whatever they cost, which is totally worth Every fucking penny. Every penny. <laughs> but it's like, but when the income is coming, maybe say from a spouse is not involved, it's kind of be like, hey, you know, can I borrow sixteen hundred bucks for this thing that you have no clue what it's creating, but it's changing my life and keeping it clean. You know what I mean? So I get that. So, but yeah, the money, and then that's super creative. How you just knew to sell things on eBay and start honoring yourself because in making those choices like you open up these doorways for you to have money show up in other ways and and again and it's not always linear too and so so okay so that propels me to the next question is talk about like maybe your first involvement with like some of the creations that you started getting involved with in access yeah um so from there yes yeah, so i'm reading the books use you know be like wow things are changing this is really yeah. cool and uh I remember then I would go to a trade, right, where we'd run bars with with people. And um, they would always talk about what they learned in the foundation class, which is a class yeah. you can pay for these bars. And I was like, God, I want to take that class. And it was, I don't know how much it was. I think it was like, four, I don't know, $1,400 maybe, yeah. something like that. And uh, again, like, like you mentioned, when you're a non-working spouse, you're like, God, how am I going to get $1,400? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm into this. Like, ask, you know, ask and see what shows up. And I, we literally got a phone, got a phone call from one of those places that find you money, lost money, and they're like, hey, 
from an, a, a house that my husband, like we had when we lived in Chicago, had sold. There's 1,400, there's like a little more than that in this account that's yours. And minus our finding fee, it's exactly the price of what the foundation does. Wow. Awesome. Wow. Okay. And I was like, and I honored that that came from my ask and it was okay that it was like, I didn't make it. Oh, but that was my husband. It's because I'm married. No, like that's the universe. It's going to gift you the channels it can gift you. (laughs) Like to not, to not deny that. I was like, wow, this is incredible. You know? Yeah. Um, so I chose, and I don't remember totally the order, but like I said, I was a yoga teacher too. So mm-hmm. at the time I was, I was getting my bars run and thinking, huh, like I became a bars facilitator so I could teach that class right away. I mean, I took three classes right in a row so I could do that. And I more had this plan of I'm going to work with women and yoga and pregnant women and maybe run their bars and, you know, yeah. I had it all figured out here. And I took a social media course because I thought, I don't even know, I had were like totally rejected having a smartphone. I didn't even have a smartphone. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I guess I'll get a phone and um, I should probably learn this for my yoga business. And so I took a course online on social media. And now that I had done foundation, I'm kind of like watching people on Facebook who are certified facilitators with access. Mm-hmm. And someone says, hey, I'm looking for someone to do my social media. Does anyone interested? Uh-huh. And I like to comment, hey, I just took a course. <laughs> Nice. And so that's kind of what began. It's like that that beautiful synchronicity of the universe yeah. here. And if you pay attention, you're like, oh, I'll. so I started working for that person's business. And then all of a sudden right. I was working for like, I don't know how many certified facilitators doing social media, which I know yeah. training in. Yeah. Um, and then eventually then Access Consciousness was like, hey, would you like to work for us and our social media team? Nice. nice. Yeah. Wow, that's brilliant! And so, so then leap, leapfrogging into the the neon sheep lounge. Can you yeah. say, say, yeah? Tell me what that's about, and uh, tell the world what that's about, and what you'd like to invite people to with that. Yeah, so I love this because you brought up some so many things. So, so then, like, like Anthony, you were saying, I get to work with like access and all these capacities, like the bars mm-hmm. facilitators. And then, what's been interesting with with coronavirus is mm-hmm. we're all at home a lot more than we normally. I was traveling like every weekend uh, practically before. And so now I've had a little more space and just desire to go, okay, what now for, what can I contribute to people through my own business too? And so I was playing with this idea of like being a neon sheep. So you're not, so many of us feel like the black sheep of our family or the black sheep of our friends. We don't really fit in. And like you said, I know I'm different because I want more and maybe I'm wrong because of it. Mm. And growing up in Indiana, I definitely tried to fit in like with all the other white sheep. And so this idea of the neon sheep idea comes from, no, we're all so different and so unique. And it's that you being that difference in the world that is a gift to everybody Yeah. and an invite to everybody. So recently I created a free, it's a free Facebook group. Um, I did like a couple of months ago, I did a program, but this is a free Facebook group that anyone can join. And I've been doing these different, you know, Facebook lives in there. And you mentioned the mom thing next, my next week's free Facebook live is on banishing mom guilt. Perfect. And then this week I'm on date. Today was day six. I've did a seven day challenge on how to ask for everything you want unashamedly, like to not feel bad. Yeah, I love that stuff. And it's been so cool because people are in there contributing to each other and I get to kind of break. There's so much in access. So Mm -hmm. it's fun to look at exactly what you're saying. How do you ask for things and change your life from here seven years ago to here? Um, You know, we've all heard of ask and receive, but how do we really use that with the access tools too? So 
like in looking at what really makes that work. Um, yeah. You, yeah. That's awesome. And so, and for the neon, um, she, the la neon sheep lounge, the call that you're doing with the moms, I think it'd be a great idea for husbands too, or the significant others that's in a relationship raising kids, however, and you have the one partner who's having this guilt. Okay. Um, that'd be a good call for you to even listen to, because I know from the man's perspective or the husband or the significant other's perspective, you know, it's like, what else can I do? How can I fix the guilt? Isn't it enough for you to, you know, be at home with, yeah. with the kids and creating and, you know, and, and so, and I remember this was a struggle that the, the kid's mom had went through because she always carried this guilt. It was like, she was yeah. never happy with what was. And so I think that's a brilliant call. And I think the husband should jump on that one too. That'd yeah, be well, uh, maybe you should be my guest. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sure. You're right. It's a really cool perspective because then you're trying to like fix it or make them feel better. You know, no, it made it work. Yeah. And then you almost become the enemy. And then they, and then that you would like separate from me because it was like, somehow it was like my fault that, that, you know, I guess I, made the seed that, you know what I mean? <laughs> made the babies and you know, whatever. It's like, what's going on here? So, uh, yeah, I'd be happy to jump on there, but no. Yeah, like either come on that one or let's do like a, a one together about that. Cause it's really cool to have that, that's different perspectives and how they play, you know? Yeah, awesome, yeah. absolutely. So what would you like to see like, okay, so access is one of those things where it's not its not just for now, it's not just for the next 10 years. I mean, it is something that, you know, from my point of view, will go on forever and ever and ever and ever. So what would you like to see, even after your your body is gone, what would you like to see the tools of access consciousness and, and your contributions uh, with using the tools to access consciousness to the world? Like, what would you like to see, how would you like to see it impact the world and our planet? That's it. You know, I recently was just looking at this and I was, um, running the other day with the Nike run app, which I really like to listen to. And he was talking about running as a coach, and he's a coach, right? Cause you're listening to him. And he said, you know, my job, a lot of people would think my job is to get you to run faster or a certain time or a certain distance. And he's like, what really, what I've seen is if you don't fall in love with running, then you're not going to stay with it. Cause if you're doing it to lose weight or make a certain time, or, you know, that you really have to love the journey. Mm. You know, in this case he was saying love running. And I was like, wow, that's us as facilitators of access consciousness. And like you said, it's consciousness is in everything and everywhere. And I was like, what if, what if, you know, my target is just to invite people to fall in love for lack of a better word, but like really enjoy and have fun with the journey of always, mm -hmm. there is always more in consciousness, the journey of asking questions and seeing the magic that shows up. And mm -hmm. are some days going to be hard. Yeah. Cause like, my target would be more people enjoying being alive on the planet, enjoying yeah. each other, having ease with each other, yeah. like playing on the planet to get like, a, you know, together. And for me, that comes from the date, like daily life being wonderful yeah. and enjoying the journey. Like, yes, you're going to have hard days, but yeah. when you're like, okay, because what I see when people give up on consciousness or I don't know if you can, but some people really do like, you know, kind of like I'm done, I'm out. And it's like, I, I, it's somewhere there was like, a target to like fix a problem or fix yourself or you didn't reach something. And it's like, no, this is, you are not wrong. There's nothing to fix. This is a, if you could enjoy the journey of mm. consciousness includes everything and judges nothing and like enjoy the ride. Yeah. And wonder, like you said, when I ask questions, like I look to my kids so much of like the wonder and awe they ask questions. So I'm like, 
okay, if that were that, that's what I'd love, you know, and that's to me how I see the gift of access. Yeah. It's not about getting somewhere or like yeah. learning the method or getting it right. It's like, no, here you go. There's this whole yeah. play of the universe. How do you see it? Like, what do you know? Yeah, that's brilliant. I love, I love how you said, um, and you have to love the journey because it is a journey because consciousness isn't always easy. If you're really in it for consciousness sake, right? Yeah. It's like, it does. Sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> It, yeah, I mean, it's not a Tony Robbins seminar where it's like, it's like, raw, ooh, and it feels so great. And then three days later, you're like back down. It's like, it does require a certain level of vulnerability and, and the willingness to look at the good, the bad, and the ugly of yourself and others without a point of view. And if we can do that with, with that constant question in our universe, it, it has this way, even though sometimes it could be real intense and real difficult because you're like, ow, ooh, I do that, I am that way, ooh, I, you know what I mean? Just like, okay, you know, what can I be? What can I be and do different to change this? And somehow it's sort of like, I don't even know, it's sort of like this type of thing and it's all of a sudden you realize, my God, my life is so much better. It's greater yeah. than it ever was. And not always easy, but it's greater than it ever was and I'm so grateful and it just, then it makes you wanna do more and contribute more. At least yeah. that's what I found. Me too. Yeah. And because there is no destination in consciousness, you know, it's it's more than just fixing the problem. And that's the one thing I like to talk to you too, just really quick. Yeah, no, I noticed that a lot of people have the point of views. Well, I haven't had tragedy in my life, or my life wasn't a mess, or it's not a mess. My life is actually pretty good. So that stuff is just for those people who've had their struggles or people who need other people who are more like them so they can just feel good about their traumas and dramas. But that's not true. We know a lot of people who are multimillionaires, who have no problems, who are certified facilitators and access consciousness. Can you talk about how it's not just for people who have issues? <laughs> <laughs> right? And it's for, I love that. And it's for anyone that desire, like, and it's okay if you find it through a problem. Like I first found bars because I was like, you know, for a problem that I thought I was. So that's okay. And it's okay to sit there and be like, yeah. Would I like to change some of these things that look like problems? Yeah. And it's okay to just be happy <laughs> and yeah. also find access and be like, huh, is there more? Because it's that if yeah. you are a seeker, whether you have a problem or not, or you're in a good space, there's always more. And mm. you know it. You know it. And yeah. so we've been taught to settle. But if you've got that little itch of like, yeah, but there's something else more, it's like you don't have to have a problem to use the tools of access, like mm. just get greater. And if you have problems, you can use it to be like, huh, let me change, like what can I change here? It's not like yeah. about fixing you are not the problem, you know? Awesome, awesome, yeah. love that. So how can people find you? Like where can they find you, all the different places and stuff? Uh, my website, emilyamacostle.com yeah. would be a good place because you can, from there you can find the Neon Sheep Lounge or type in Neon Sheep Lounge into Facebook and you'll find it, it's free group. But okay. those places, yeah. Cool. Repeat that because I kind of interrupted. Like, what was the website? Emily Evans Russell. And Russell is R U S S E L L. <laughs> and the Neon Sheep stuff is on there and everything else. And yeah. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for uh, taking your time out of your day and have this stuff like that. And truly, what else is possible? And uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll see you soon. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Anthony. <laughs> All right. Talk to you. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. 
If this conversation has been a contribution to you, please share, subscribe, or leave a review. For more about Anthony, please come visit dranthonymatters.com. And if you'd like to know more about the amazing tools of Access Consciousness, you can go to www.accessconsciousness.com.